0: Welcome to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on Jesus. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on Jesus to intervene and his promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria Ebevia and Ashley DeVoe will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how to uplift, Refresh and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space you're sure to bloom in The Waiting Room. Welcome to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on Jesus. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on Jesus to intervene and his promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria and Gabriel and Ashley Devote will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how to uplift, refresh, and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space you're sure to bloom
1: in the waiting room. My name is Victoria gave you up and I'm Ashley Hubo and welcome to another episode of the Waiting Room podcast. We're so excited that you guys are here. Woo! Right. So today we're going to be talking about a topic called Receive and Rewritten mm. and for those of you who were a part of or who weren't a part of our episode last week Ashley was talking about how, you know, we were in our car heading to the gym and the Lord had given us all of this revelation of what he wanted that our next three episodes to look like. So based off of that, this is the second word of the Lord that we received <laughs> to talk about receive received. and of course be rewritten. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into our topic, you know, we got a little, we got some church announcements, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So we want to just first give a shout out to Crystal Ifakoya, our fearless leader, CEO of Wow Organization. That's W H O W, Women Helping Other Women. Without whom, without uh, whom, without her obedience to God, we wouldn't have this platform and one of a kind opportunity to do this pa- uh, this podcast. So shout out to you, Crystal. We love you. Ooh. And then, of course, the next thing we have to do we have to. We, got, we got we got to put christ at the center of this all the time okay so pastor ashley sister ashley if you wouldn't mind doing the honors of leading us in prayer
2: <laughs> dear heavenly father we come before you to say thank you thank you for your grace your mercy your love and all that you do exceedingly and wonderfully father god father god we just ask that you come into this place into this atmosphere into this episode father god not only do you bless our audience but also bless us uh, Holy Spirit, guide our footsteps, guide our mouth, <laughs> guide our tongues, guide our ears and our eyes, and and have our hearts open uh, to receive what you have for us, Father God. <laughs> receive what you have for us, Amen. God. Now. We thank you in advance, Father God, in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. So,
1: Ash, we have an incredible guest. We now, do, God. I want to talk, talk to her. I don't know if our people are called waiters or, or wait, wait room fo- roommates I'm still, trying to find a name. I'm still trying to find a word for how we call our peoples but tell people a little
2: bit about our guest today all right so today guys we have a special guest felicia jones felicia jones is a 33 year old woman from jackson mississippi and raised in kenton mississippi she is a single mother to four beautiful children three boys and one girl She is a full-time entrepreneur and the CEO of Felicia's Drink to Shrink. Yes. Get on it, guys. Get on it. Regarding her education, Felicia has an associate degree in business management from Brown Mackey College and is currently a full-time student at Strayer University, where she will be graduating with a bachelor's degree in program management on May 22nd of this year. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Felicia says that the key to her success is her spiritual connection with God, despite life challenges, because she knows that he is the head of her life. Everybody, welcome Felicia Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Serving boardroom sheet today. Go ahead, this Yeah. <laughs> she we
1: appreciates. <it. laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Yes. So we're so happy that you're here today. You know, as we mentioned before, we're talking about um, receive and rewritten, specifically how we can go about receiving from God and have our stories rewritten by him as well. Um, one thing that, you know, a lot of folks, because, you know, a lot of people come to prayer and they're like, oh God, I really, I need this from you. I need this. They want to receive from the Lord, but they don't understand that they're pushing their own agenda. Mm -hmm. how important it is to let go of what's already in your hand so that God has an empty hand to help you receive amen right so I did see this uh really awesome devotional out of you version that talks about the power of thankfulness it's a uh it's a devotional that was written by Joyce Myers you guys know her yeah yeah okay so it, I thought it was so powerful. I read it about a day ago and it spoke specifically to our topic. So if you don't mind, we to read it for a moment. Okay? okay, so it's called Receiving God's Love. Receiving is important in our relationship with God. When we receive from God, we actually take into ourselves what he is offering. As we receive his love, we then have love in us. Once we are filled with God's love, we can begin loving ourselves. We begin giving that love back to God and loving other people. The Bible teaches us that the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. That simply means that when God comes to dwell in our hearts because of our faith in his son, Jesus Christ, he brings love with him because God is love. 1 John 4a, guys, uh, we all need to ask ourselves what we are doing with the love of god that has been freely given to us are we rejecting it because we don't think we are valuable enough to be loved or are we receiving his love with a thankful heart believing he is greater than our failures and weaknesses Hmm. powerful so what i love about this uh particular devotional is that joyce she asked us some some very incredible questions about receiving God's love, just trying to have us look within ourselves to see where we are on that journey. So I want to pose that question for us to talk about right now. Um, Do you believe that we are rejecting the love of God that he's given to us so freely because we don't think we are valuable enough to be loved? More so, a personal experience, I would say I feel that I would be rejecting it uh, or had rejected it in the past because of the fear of not uh, giving the love that God gives to me back to Him mm-hmm. and putting in the time and effort of being devoted to Him the way He's been uh, a leader and of guidance in my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, the second one was just basically rejecting because I wanted to live my life and do things the way I wanted to, mm-hmm. and which would
2: be a being disobedient in God's eyes. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, You know, like Felicia said in the past, I've definitely um, felt like I've rejected
1: mm-hmm. Islam
2: because mm-hmm. it was something that was hard for me uh to receive based on how um the lies that i was told growing up so um whenever i would find myself in counseling difficulties or when i would wake up instead of having a grateful heart yes i was but at the same time i wasn't i was still questioning my existence and questioning my my worth you know saying you know god what do you see in me do you really have a plan for me like why am i still here because I was so blinded by everything that's going on, the lies, the the situations that I was going through. So it was just like when God would say, Hey, I love you, or um, you're made in my image, or I have plans for you, it was really hard for me to accept that. And the reason why is because, at one, I did not have a relationship with Him. So therefore, I was unable to recognize who I was in Him. Yeah. Now, I completely agree with you both.
1: You know, um, one of the things that's so. I think challenging for us when we're when we're first starting this walk in Christ is recognizing that our definition of love and God's love are very very different. Yeah. So we, we learn through the Word of God that His ways and His thoughts are well above our own.
2: Yeah.
1: And so, you know, God be Himself, being the embodiment of love, is going to be very different than how the world speaks love to us while we're fallen in it. Right? Yeah. And so, it's just one of those things where it's like. You don't even realize that you're rejecting God's love because you don't recognize that all of those thoughts, all of those um, behaviors that you may have because of past experiences are associated with an enemy who is trying to keep you from your purpose. Yeah. Keep you from understanding that God is for you and not against you. Mm Yeah. And so you, you know, God is saying, allow me to come into your space. Allow me to come into your life and change these things, these lives. But you're like, but these past relationships, these past friendships, yeah. everything here shows that I have a track record that shows that I'm not valuable, mm-hmm. that I can't be loved. How can you come in here? Right. Because we don't know God initially. Yeah. So it's like, and so when we don't know God, we assume he doesn't know us. Right. Because that's, that's literally how it is in the world. You know, when you don't know someone, you know yeah. that they don't know you either. Right. But this is an instance where with God, we don't know him, that he knew us before we were former right. brothers. Womb. Right. And so there's like a level, there's a huge level of trust that says, hear me, I'm telling you that you are valuable. I'm telling you that I'm different than the circumstances that you have had. Receive that and let go of your past so that your hand will
2: be open and empty. Yeah. And I definitely, even though like God is asking us to let go of our past, just to add, it doesn't mean that, you know, our past is not worth it. Mm-hmm. you know god's gonna use that that's how good he is like mm-hmm. our mess our past the thing that we've done to use it for his kingdom yeah so therefore everything we went through it's not in vain like god's gonna use that like the moment we surrender he can come in and rewrite the story you know for our sure. story you for know sure. rewire our, the way we think mm-hmm. you know rewire our heart posture like how we see people in it mm-hmm. and how we love others because his word says love others how um how I have loved you so it's like if you don't love if you don't have that love in your heart and you quote-unquote love others how are you you know what I mean so it's like you said I had to learn to um surrender to God and and truly learn to love myself the way he calls me to so therefore I can love others purely and not like expect anything back Mm -hmm, for sure oh definitely so,
1: you know, because, you know, we're, we're Christ-centered around here. We got to sign our sources. We got a couple of scripture passages from the book of Genesis that we're going to uh, read through that mm-hmm. we feel really speaks to our subject of receiving from the Lord and being rewritten by Him. Mm-hmm. Ash,
2: you want to go and read the first one? Sure. Um, Genesis 15, verse 5 to 6 states, Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. And Abram believed the Lord and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his
1: faith. Amen. And in Genesis 17, two to five, it reads, I will make a covenant with you, by which I will guarantee to, to give you countless descendants. At this, Abram fell flat. Oof! I fell. look at me. <laughs> Rewrite. All right. At, at this, Abram fell face down on the ground. Then God said to him, this is my covenant with you. I will make you father of a multitude of nations. What's more, I am changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, you will be called Abraham. For you will be the father of many nations. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about this a little bit, but you know we want to make sure that everybody listening in understands what we're talking about. So in your own words, what does it take to receive from Jesus? So in my words, I would, state that just being in a place of acceptance of whatever he's trying to whatever message he's trying to deliver to you and able to hear that message you have to be still um and be in a place of fasting and praying so that you can be able to hear the spirit and like I've said many times before in able to hear the spirit, you have to be in a quiet place mm-hmm. and a still place where there's a quietness within the quietness. Mm-hmm. And then, uh,
2: that's so good. Wow. That's awesome. Um, I think for me, um, something I had to do was, uh, two words that come to mind is trust and surrendering. Okay. So I definitely had to learn to trust God, um, with my all, with, with my baggage, with whatever was going at the moment. And I had to learn in order to like, uh, surrender, I had to trust. Cause it's like, you're not going to just be like, yeah, here you go. If you don't trust the person. So learning to trust that and understand that he is meeting me where I'm at. And he got the best for me. He got the best for me and understanding that his ways and thought process is different than mine. So therefore I'm able to receive what he has for me. Um, I did not have any assumption of what it looks like, but I had to trust that because his words is I have the best. So therefore his best is better than mine. So I was able to receive it better with a, with a pure heart. Right. I think the problem that we have is just
1: as mankind, just trying to be in control of our lives mm-hmm.
2: and thinking that we actually have a say, so like right, and what God's <laughs> plan is for us, and try and it's more like instead of allowing God to redirect us mm-hmm. we're trying to redirect God yeah and, mm-hmm, that's just not going to happen yeah. so we find ourselves
1: being lost and confused and unable to hear the word of God right when you're trying to beat the boss and you're not the boss that's so yeah. true that's so true um for me the phrase that comes to mind is just let go of let God When it comes to being able to uh, properly receive from Jesus, you know, you you can't receive through a full hand and, you know, you have to let go of your story. You have to let go of your, your past failures, your past mistakes, everything that has tried to define you Mm -hmm. and that you have, whether knowingly or unknowingly assumed as your identity. You have to let those things go in order to put on the new man and have your identity in christ established and so when you let go of all of those things and let god come in and intervene it allows you to receive the new that god has for you mm-hmm. you become an empty vessel
2: amen to that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. amen <laughs> it brings in a song that i think it's i who's it by, but it was song about like empty me it's like Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like thinking about it when you said
1: that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's probably what they meant when they put that song together. So right.
2: mm-hmm. um, so our next question is, would you say that it's easy to receive from Jesus? Why or why not? It's definitely not easy. Well, because me personally,
1: I, I grew up uh I knew who knew who God was and I knew the things that I needed to do to build the relationship with him, but i was, How about I say this? I knew of God, okay? mm-hmm. but I didn't know Him personally. So right. I, because I didn't know Him personally, so it was kind of hard to fall in line. Um, so, oh gosh, I just say it's just it's not easy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy because I wasn't in the place that I
2: needed to be. um mm-hmm. God and able to do what He wanted me to do. Mm. Gotcha. So because you weren't in the right place, right? That is true. Well, that was your mindset, right? right. You didn't right. believe mm-hmm. that you were there, right?
1: Right. Well, I kind of knew it too. <laughs> <laughs> kind of know it too. I mean, because your actions, uh, when you when you know where you need to be in life and your relationship with God, your actions will show it. And so I was not acting of a child of God, I was not being who I knew I could be if mm-hmm. I followed his lead. So definitely more happy where I am with Him right now. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, I, know. It's fine. I just, I'm just, I'm, the reason I'm bringing that up is because I just, I can't help, I, I'm going to move the word every day And I can't help just thinking about all the different prophets, all the different individuals in the Bible that God raised up and where they were coming from. Mm -hmm. And these were individuals who needed to have stories written. Mm -hmm. When we think about Moses, Moses was a murderer. He killed an Egyptian. And yet this is the person that God raised up to lead his people, um, Israel, out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. You think about Jacob, his name means trickster. He tricked his brother out of his birthright and his blessing. Mm-hmm. And yet, this is the man that God raised up and renamed for his people going forward. So time and time again, God meets us where we're at mm-hmm. and said and speaks something different over us that doesn't immediately identify with who we think we are in that moment. But that doesn't make it any less true. And so when you say that you uh you felt like you knew yourself to be better or like you Um, We're in a place where you couldn't properly receive it, you're where you needed to be. Otherwise, God wouldn't have been trying to get you out of that place. God speaks a word of encouragement, speaks a word of declaration over us, not when we have it all together. It's usually when we are in shambles, the lowest of the low. That's when he speaks life, breathes life into us, and speaks something that is completely outside of our circumstances so that we can have the faith beginning the foundational the beginnings of faith to believe in whom he is calling us to be and who he says that we are and so that's, that's why i challenge what you said But that's why we even have to be so thankful to God about the little bit of light in the midst of all the darkness and just allowing us uh, to be able to even see or shed light on who the future you will be. Like in the midst of all the troubles, maybe I went through as a kid, God still gave me the vision of who I would who I would be as a woman. So it gave me hope, and it and it gave me uh, motivation to want to get in line, yeah. so that I could reach the goal of being this woman you keep showing me. Amen. Yeah
2: i was gonna say something but i forgot what i was gonna say because <laughs> i was like i get what you meant with the whole place and everything because i know um like for me when i was in north dakota there were lifestyles that i was living and mm-hmm. things that i was doing yeah. god was not gonna give me oklahoma or the next blessing until i was ready until so i was positioned to receive what he has uh had next for me so there are things like it goes back to like i to sacrificed or spend time with him and and let go and surrender and then it's like through that he was beginning like okay this is what you're gonna do this is what you're gonna be you know reminding me of who I am reminding me hey you're marked for greatness you're gonna do this I have this for you and I'm like really
1: you left me in my mess you still got me Jesus well let me shed light on the reason why I said that was because in my teen years no kids and majority of my family started having kids early age even 12 uh i said the youngest 11 so me no kids i ended up around cousins that were going to nightclubs ooh, three four times a week uh, yeah <laughs> tuesday nights, thursday nights, saturday and sometimes even the Sunday, if it was one open, but, and then here you are, uh, you're surrounded uh, by, you know, the spirit of, uh, of just being, you know, women on women action and not saying that that was me, but I was surrounded by that. Mm-hmm. And you can easily get lost in who you are if you're surrounded by the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And so if you're living that club life and you're around the, that type of activity, um, thank God that the person that God had me destined to be, even the spirit in me couldn't allow my body to take in alcohol, like majority of my family or drugs. Mm-hmm. I have, I can honestly say that I have never been a fan of, uh, of even trying to experience drugs, um, And also, even if I wanted to drink today, I'm not a drinker. I can't take it in. So I thank God that even in the midst of all that that negativity, that still he allowed me to stay strong on who I was, which was I'm not a drinker. I don't do drugs. So I didn't do that type of stuff. And with that, that that gave me confirmation like this is not your life. Mm -hmm. This is not who you're supposed to be. So I needed to get in a position to be able to receive whatever God was trying to show me, who I am at core, so that I can fall in line. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And just to answer the question, no, I agree with y'all. It is not easy to receive. Yeah, It is not easy to receive from Jesus because the process of receiving is a process, right? It's something that you have to walk through. It's something that you have to allow God to progress you through and it's something that involves completely discarding and and allowing yourself to be pruned and shed of everything that you knew as your very existence yeah and that's a challenging thing because it's like you it, it starts off very challenging and then after you've allowed yourself to begin to receive more you see that Life is an adventure, right? <laughs> and, and it's something that you can appreciate a bit more. But initially, it's like, it's, it can be very, un, the unraveling process can be very unnerving because you're like, okay, well, now what do I hold on to? I, I thought I was all of these things. You're telling me that absolutely none of those things. I'm completely empty. But then the beauty of that is through allowing yourself to become an empty vessel, allowing your hands to become empty, um, you now become a blank canvas for God to paint on. You know, mm-hmm. and you can completely become, you can receive whatever it is that you can't ask, think, or imagine that He spoke over you and said about your life. Uh, Ash, did you answer the question?
2: I mean, I kind of did, but okay. I know it's definitely <laughs> not, um, not easy. Just piggyback on everything that you said mm-hmm. and you think mm-hmm. and what I said earlier. It's just when you, in a, in a, season of your life especially when you've been through so much and you have trust issues and you're basing you're you're basing God you're judging God based on what you're going through it, it, it's hard to receive you're like well is it true and and that's why it's very important for us to know the word of God and know have a relationship with him so in order if you don't have that then it's going to be hard for you to receive anything that he's going to give you because mm-hmm. I know it was hard for me to receive a lot of things I would doubt it I didn't believe it. I'm like if 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 God, if I don't know, and God was like, why not you? Are you not my daughter? Do I not have the best for you? This is what I'm gonna need you to do. So I had to learn to, to like, like I said, you know, trust Him and surrender, and in order to to receive what He has. But it wasn't easy for me. It was definitely a process. And and I would, you know, because I would think, oh, I think Paul, you helped me with that too, because um, I didn't understand, like, you know when I would go through these things, I would feel angry at God. I would just like, well, God, I'm going through this thing. How are you going to bless me? And I would sort of compare The spirit of comparison, like this person who's living their life, they're getting blessed. Here I am. And God's like, that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And so definitely it was really hard for me to, to receive from the Lord.
1: I wanted to iterate on that when she said, she was angry with God at one point you know and someone asked me have I ever gotten angry at God I think that was Prima Donna that asked me have I ever got angry at God and asked him why this is my life why this life you know I have I, I remember when I was a kid I have never that I could recall got angry at God purposely I think I tried it to see how it worked <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to see if he would change some things if I said it but honestly I never really got angry at him um I was more angry at the people that did whatever they did mm-hmm. but I don't think I placed the I can't recall ever placing the blame on God uh for how my life was going mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I'm actually thankful for that because I I I just thought it would be very disrespectful to to think that I could stand uh, even spiritually uh, neck to neck with God and be like, why do you did do this? Well, you know, sometimes anger is a subtlety. Yeah, it's like,
2: you what know, Jesus. Sorry,
1: no, I was gonna say that. Um, you know. Uh, one of the things that I, I realized just in my mother passing recently is that reconciliation was something that I had to, I had to reconcile with God. Mm-hmm. I had to forgive God for my, my mother's, um, for losing my mother, basically. You know, I've been praying and, and having a lot of people intercede on her behalf. and We were expecting, you know, like a, a Gyrus situation, a Lazarus situation. Where, you know, no matter what it looked like or what anybody else said, God was going to resurrect my mom. God was going to give me this breakthrough. And this is how Jesus was going to bless my faith. But, you know, we don't, sometimes, you know, there there are instances where, oftentimes there are instances where we think God is going to have breakthrough in a way that we recognize, forgetting that his ways, and thoughts are up here Mm. and ours are here. And so one of the things that he Um, that he said to me when I went to go visit my mother on her birthday uh, where I spread her ashes was that you need to reconcile with me because you were angry at me and this was not an anger that I I easily recognized Mm -hmm. because when I found out that she passed away and I tried to lay hands on her and all these things and prayer to try and bring her back and nothing happened I instantly went to it's fine it's okay God just he's healed her in eternity it's it's fine. It's, it's 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 good, but I was giving lips lip service to something that I didn't really, heart. it didn't allow it to penetrate there, yeah, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and so he's like you were angry at me, and you don't and, and it's like and it's showing up because you're not trusting me as much for big mm-hmm. because it's the biggest thing you ever wanted for me regarding praying, fasting, all of that this is the biggest thing you wanted for me. And you feel like i let i let you down mm-hmm. so you you trust me but it's limited trust because you don't trust me for big anymore and so it wasn't in receiving it wasn't until i received that revelation that i was like oh shucky ducky you're right mm-hmm. i really i really am angry i was pissed off about what happened to my mother i was angry at god that this is how it turned out so i say all of that to say that sometimes anger isn't the oh you know coming out of your head type deal sometimes it's a more subtle thing where you might you might not even recognize that there's a part of your heart that is like oh why is she my mother Mm -hmm. why why is this my father why am i the one that's going through all this i used to ask that question but now i just kind of be like like (laughs) those things are that's if you think about it god is the person who gave you these people right do you Get what I'm saying? All right. of these things are ordained, so even if it does, isn't If it's not you necessarily saying, I'm angry yeah. at you, God, the subtext the sub, is, Yeah, I'm angry at you,
2: God. It's a question, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was trying and to I say. I never thought of it that way, yeah. yeah I wasn't like, God, no, girl, <laughs> that was <so> <laughs> i was <went that> <laughs> in Like, What if he's just I'm like, don't look at me, come out of that, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. All right. Okay, so the next question we have here is what are you holding on to that God has consistently told you to let go of? Habits, desires, fear of the unknown, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm just I would say I'm holding on to the little girl in me. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of time for me to just accept the fact that I'm all wrong. And you know, that little girl is a woman and she's there's no need to patch up old feelings. It's just kind of just let it reside with with God and, and handle things one day at a time and trust the process. That's it, yeah. Um, I
2: think for me is um trying to look into the future and control things whether that be my finances or my family situation or school or the business just minding god's business and god's telling me not to and reminding me that um it's a lack of trust because you know like like you said you know it's like i trust you lord i trust you lord i trust you lord but then our actions and when something happens you know initially you're supposed to go and praise god or you know i'll do that and then deep down my heart god will talk to me like you don't need it because you still have some some type of feelings in your heart. And that's why I have to go in prayer. So that's something I'm learning to ask the Holy Spirit to help me to do. Is just like Ashley, you don't know what tomorrow. Only God does. Focus on the now. Stop worrying about the past. Be grateful for the present and just surrender to God. So that's something that I'm I'm learning to do. It's a challenge, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit's been giving me steps. You know, like this is what you need to do to, to surrender it. Like that's. That's really how God could help me by me being honest, having a heart to heart about where I'm at, where I, what I needed to help me with. Yeah.
1: Um, I've been holding on to regret and past failures. Um, regret specifically just, you know, I, I have regret I regret a lot of different things, but the main thing that comes to mind is just regret with my mom. Um, you know, with her passing, she just had such a the way I lost her was just very aggressive and negative. Like she had her her last week of life she had nonstop seizures. Like they could not take her off the seizure seizure medication and which was putting her to sleep because she every time they did an important wear-off she had seizures. And you know, I think about the life that she lived and she was just such an incredible person in my life. My father not being there, she did everything noble just so I never felt like I was just so I knew that I was loved. And there were, you know, enemy comes in like a flood and will remind me of all the times that I, I took all of her love for granted and didn't say the right things and do the right things. Thought about myself selfishly, just anything negative regarding our relationship, even though we had a good relationship, that's what was thrown back at me. And the difficult part about it is You know, normally we're supposed to tell the truth, shame the devil, and rebuke the things that we know not to be true. But I held on to those things because I believed them. I didn't think that they were lies. So it was hard for me to let those things go. It's still a process, right? Because I still wish I did more. And um, so that's one thing. And then, you know, past failures... Lord has just been speaking a lot of things to me regarding like where my life is going to go, the different shifts that are basically calling into memory uh, areas of my life where I felt like I failed. Things about my career, things about love, things that in my own past experiences, looking at my track record, I flopped and I put myself in a little corner. I put those experiences in a little corner tried to bury them underneath the surface so that. I can be well and good. Let's not talk about it. Let's not look at the pink elephant in the room. Let's just go about our business like nothing happened. And now the Lord is exposing these things and saying, you didn't win because you weren't doing it with me. I'm going to show you what love looks like in Christ. I'm going to show you what abundance looks like in Christ your career and all of these other things that you feel fell apart. And it's hard because those things still hurt. And it's that these are wounds that like you holding on to your old self. Sometimes I check up on it, like, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Try to bandage it up myself. Like, yeah. you know, but you can't do that. You can't do that successfully on your own. So these are um, two things that I'm still currently struggling with in terms of um, my walk in Christ and allowing um, allowing me to receive more and receive better. Your pain. I always said to myself, the, the deepest your pain is to you, the stronger you are, because that's our fuel. Um, that's what motivates us, but that's also what um, gives us power to connect with God. Mm-hmm. Because, like, your pain is with your mom, yes. my pain is with my grandma. Right. And if it wasn't for my grandma showing me who, or introducing God into my life, I wouldn't have known who he was. And if it wasn't for me watching her watch TDJ, so I'm praying even when she had diabetes and bleeding, bleeding uncontrollably out her leg because mm-hmm. she had those little sores. Mm-hmm. But still she fought for, uh, to be a faithful servant. She got up there, you know, every day praying, and was at church every time the doors opened. And that doesn't mean that you are a child of God that can follow in the church every time the door is open, but not only inside the church, but outside the church. She was a woman of God. And I felt like even though I wish I could have changed that angry child that I was enough to, to would have been respectful enough to just hear my grandma out when she told me right from wrong. Instead of just trying to do things my way, But honestly, I needed to go through that. It was, I hate to say meant, but God allowed everything to happen, to fuel me up, to be, because he knew that by attacking me, well not attacking me, but just allowing those things to happen to me to where I never want to ever disrespect another uh, elderly person again. Because I wish I could have changed how I treated my grandma the last time I seen her, I had a little mouth in cursor, didn't put my hand on her now I'm not that crazy, but i did I didn't want to be open to what she was saying to me, so because of that, you can't pay me to be disrespectful to another uh person that's older than me, okay. but also that hurt and that that pain is um, building me to be a woman that's wanting to reach out to other people and be like, respect your elders, you know, treat them as if, you know, this is your last time seeing them because you don't know. So sometimes I heard my pain, he used that just so he can have a, a what how do to a domino effect on other people, you know, yeah. when he can, you know, use you as a vessel in other people's lives because you've been there and you've done that. And sometimes the best way uh, to be able to help someone is to be able to actually experience what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So yes, right now, in yes. this moment, I just want to say that every time you speak about your mom, I just feel like I get this feeling in the inside, and I just want to tear up because I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I do. So yes, yes. yeah, So I just pray for you, Helen, because I miss my grandma too. And so, this conversation is very touching because I do understand your pain. Even when I left, I had to be like, Lord, I don't want her to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know it I came out. I'm trying not to. No,
2: listen, it's okay. It's necessary. But <laughs> thank you. You're fine. Now, if you're being good, uh, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because Ash and I were definitely watching other side in the background. I was like, "Girl, yeah, I
2: can't believe oh we left that, that, really that. <laughs> that play. Okay, leave that play." Anyway, you guys were having to see as
1: we're as we transition. This is, this is perfect because uh, we're moving on to to rewritten. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so this is the whole rewrite.
2: So, <laughs> Ash, you want to go with the next question? Yes. Um, how can we adopt Abraham's heart posture of faith in order in order not to let what it looks like in the world deter from the word that God gave us? I'll start with that one.
1: One thing you can definitely do to help with that is to hold on to the word, right? In the Bible, what we saw were whenever somebody would try to say something negative against someone that God had specifically called to something, right? And they were moving in the will of God, they would repeat back what God told them. Mm -hmm. That's the same, that's the same, that's similar to what we have now in terms of like words of affirmation or like making declarative, like, you know, speaking declarative speech over ourselves, right? Just things that help to build us up. Um, I think that when you allow yourself to, no matter what other people are uh, trying to say to you, you know, when you allow yourself to just hold on to that word, um, try to integrate it into your day, like, what do, if you, let's say you're someone who feels like you're not confident, but God says that you're a confident, courageous person, what would that person do? They might go for the position that God said or, or or make the communication that God had said them for them to do. Um, I, I can't help but thinking about Sister Ashley and what she's done with her business uh, mm-hmm. and everything that God has called her to meant her stepping completely out of her comfort zone based off the word that she received from him, you know, maxing out credit cards, mm-hmm. doing all of these things to get herself started, getting the LLC, mm-hmm. not knowing how she was going to do it, but Stepping out on faith because God said, mm-hmm. and we know the word of God that when God said something, it means He did it. Not that He's gonna do it, it means it's written, it's finished, He did it. So that's one way we can keep the world and what it looks like from deterring what God told us to do. I'm
2: gonna let you go. Uh, definitely. What you said, the um, majority of it was what I was gonna say. Also,
1: um, sorry. Told
2: it's okay. It's alright. <laughs> so right. it. It's alright. It's alright. Yeah. You felt in the like spirit. It's alright. Right. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely. You know, like you said. You know, reminding yourself of, of what God word said and His promises. You know, looking at journaling. I know that's one thing. I've like. Y'all, I was a hot mess. I don't want to get into detail when I say a hot mess. I was a hot mess because I was struggling with depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety. So all of these things did not help me. So I used to literally, I was at work because I used to work night shifts. I did every job you could think of. And I was on a computer. I was like, dear Lord, first person. I'm like, Lord, I want you to help me with this, this, this. And like a year later, and I'm looking at it, it was going through my mouth. I'm like, oh my God. God did that. You know what I mean? So definitely writing things down, going to the, you know, the, the word of God. What does it say? Strap it on your belt of truth. You guys, we spoke about in our previous or a couple yeah. episodes ago, what that armor looks like. So being mindful that, you know, I think one verse that God always helped me um, is, um, I think it's 2 Corinthians 5 or 7 to look by faith and not by sight. I pray I'm right, but I have a feeling that I am right about that verse. I think you But understand. it's just, you know, don't, don't walk your life or your faith or this journey by how it, it looks like it's it's not profession, It's progression so every day you just you just focus on the day today the present and just do little things whatever God's calling you to do and he'll take care of the rest so that's that's really how I let that work because if I listen to everybody and their mamas what they have to say I will not be here
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I have to remember to recognize God's voice Knowing what the word says, what his promise says, writing things down, claiming it before it happened. Not only that, praising him in advance, learning to just have a a grateful heart at the moment and not just like, oh, I'm going to wait and see when God doesn't know. If God said it, he will do it. So therefore, I'm going to praise him right now in this season for what he's about to do. Writing definitely for me,
1: but I had a question here. Amen. So I know we took a little bit of a detour, but like we said, Holy Spirit's gonna move. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thirty-minute show, forty-five-minute show, hour show, whatever. <laughs> God is in the room. Don't at me. <laughs> so the last question I just wanted to talk about, just regarding, just regarding, uh, being rewritten by God, is how can we allow God to take us from Abram, which means father, to Abraham, which means father of many in order to be rewritten by God and freed of worldly shackles. I've said this over and over to God. I put my life in your hands. I give you absolute control. And that's pretty much it. Mm.
2: That seems sweet. <laughs> yes. yes. Um definitely what Felicia said, I've had to surrender. Um It was definitely a point where I realized um, the Holy Spirit was reminding me like, this is what you need to give and sacrifice. The drinking, the little situations that you were crying to me about, you got to stop drinking. Just being, you know, Vic knows this and I've shared it before. I had to learn to surrender because I've tried to like, Lord, I surrender, but I haven't fully surrendered. I literally had to get on my knees and say, God. I need you. I can't do this by myself. I know you have a lot in store for me. I don't want to keep making the same mistakes. Yes, I'm flawed. I'm human. We're going to make mistakes. But there are things that the Holy Spirit is leading you to say, hey, no more. And you choosing to do that and continue to entertain it, there are consequences for it. So I have to learn literally get on my knees and say, God, have your way with me. Not my will, not my plans, but yours and yours alone. Do whatever you need to do check my heart, check my mind, whatever pruning, whatever whatever it is do all that you need to because at the end of the day, I need I want to do your will
1: um, yeah, the main thing is just agreeing for me at least, is just agreeing with God yeah, you know um, in order to be rewritten we have to agree with God that there's a rewrite necessary yeah, you know Um, and there is (laughs) yeah you know and it's not an easy thing um but yeah the first thing is just to agree with what god said yeah you are this person you you are going to impact the lives of many you are going to lift other people up you're going to stand in the gap okay
2: yeah
1: i just feel like god has things a lot aligned for us to be successful spiritually and even in this world if we choose he gave us the choice yes and if you choose to be defiant and not be obedient then you're going to get all the negative things that comes about when you're not falling in place with God but if you choose the path of life Mm -hmm. you get happiness you get the peace you get the joy you get you get all of the good stuff that comes with walking with God. So choose right. Choose Yeah. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. Choose God's
2: choose life. life. <laughs> choose yeah. Because yeah. enable
1: for you to surrender. You have to choose to surrender. He's not going to make you. Look at that. Um, you make one step. You know, God takes the second one for you, but um, he's not going to make you make that. He's going to give you your options you have that choice, so. and it's a daily
2: thing. Honestly, um, the the whole choosing when it comes to surrender is just because you your body is not meant to. How do I put this? Holy Spirit, lead me. The lifestyle that you live, the things that you do, you get tired. Mm-hmm. You get tired where you're like, all right, Jesus, I've chosen my, you know, I made my own choice. It's not working out. Like I had, you're right. I did have to choose like to surrender. I was like, okay, God. Here I am praying for deliverance, praying for these things, and I'm out here doing my own thing, blocking your blessings and putting myself in a situation. I have to get on my knees and say, God, not mine. I, I surrender. I need you to come and be my accountability partner. Like, I really have to ask the Holy Spirit to be my accountability partner to help me to do what he calls me to do. So,
1: But to encourage the next person as the is out there that's watching. Yeah. Do you think, to be able to receive what God is trying to uh, give you. Do you have to be walking in a religious
2: state? No, I mean, I wasn't in a religious religious state. Honestly, I was, I didn't really have a relationship with God. Like I really was broken and, um, and it was just like, yes, I knew, I, I, I was Christian and I accepted Jesus and all of that but I was still doing my own thing I was still living this lifestyle I was still broken I still need a lot of healing and I just knew right there and there there had to be more that this wasn't what life was all about like there had to be so it was really just knowing like okay my ways are not working out for me mm-hmm. And getting drunk and yeah you have to live in a life but when you're done with that you're faced with your reality and how it looks like your brain has to sit there and be like okay something ain't right this don't add up that was for me that's what i had to do
1: Mm. i mean you know we could talk about this all day you know what i mean like we could definitely just like go in and talk about um how to receive from god what it means to be written by god be written by god um for for a long time because God is going to just continue to feed us wisdom, right? Yeah. Um, but one thing that I will say is that even though even though the rewrite is something that can be incredibly challenging, it it definitely is worth it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To go with what He has for you to step into that unknown space. Because if you think about it, everything up until you decide to give your life to Christ was you walking and making your own choice. Mm-hmm. You, know? I mean, you saw what you did. Yeah. You, you saw that crap. You saw that BS. You, you saw the shambles, right? Mm-hmm. You saw how bad it was. Why then wouldn't you want to choose something different, even if you haven't seen it yet? Because something has to be better than what you've gone through, you know? Um well, we do have to wrap it up. We do have to wrap it up, sis. So, Felicia, um, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you This is me. this is clearly a divine appointment, sis. You're just out here dropping jabs, <laughs> like, dropping spiritual jewels, and, and just a wealth of wisdom. So we, we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we just want to let you guys know that you can keep up with WOW organization. is WHOW, Women Helping Other Women, um, at www.wow, so whownetwork.org. And for a call to action, Ash, you want to begin that one?
2: Sure. <laughs> All right. So call to action. How um, can you begin to receive from Christ Jesus? Let go and let God. Let go of your past history and past mistakes so that Jesus can place his love in your now empty hands. Yes. What can you do to allow God
1: to rewrite your story? Have faith in the word that he has given you about your life, and don't be afraid to walk in it little by little. As we saw with Abram, who became Abraham, agreeing with what God says about you has all the power necessary in getting you to live out that new life. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of The Waiting Room. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye everyone.